Hello, PyTalk listeners. It is Nancy Rommelman here, your hostess for the day for another episode. I think this is episode number 33. That's pretty cool. Uh, when we started this little bonus for subscribers only, I didn't realize it would last this long. And there actually has been one or there's been one or two weeks where I was like, oh man, what am I going to talk about? But then something always comes. And as I've sort of previewed this week, we are going to be talking about my favorite food um, thus far. Somebody could introduce me to to something else. Um, but I, I have a confession to make. And that confession is that I'm sleepy. Uh, I'm sitting here in the apartment in the little room um, that we sort of turned from a bar into a little more of like a a hangout room, and we have had three parties here in about 10 days. A dinner party a couple weeks ago, then two days ago, um, Fifth Column guys who who uh, record in here, Mary Catherine Ham, the wonderful, beautiful, funny, tough, just great Mary Catherine Ham was the guest. So she was here, and then there were some Reason Magazine people in town, and they showed up afterwards, and we just hung out, and it was really, really, really nice. And yesterday was the big event. Yesterday's big event was the uh, re-entry party for our friend Yale Bartor. If you listen to the podcast, she's been on the podcast. Yale is my dear friend who, <coughs> excuse me, she is Israeli uh, from Tel Aviv, but she's lived in Europe for a long, long time. She went over to Tel Aviv something around October 4th, I think, or 5th, for her nephew's bar mitzvah on the 7th. So we all know what happened on October 7th. Excuse me, I was eating pretzels. Um, and has been there since. She came back a few days ago, so we had a bit of a we had a we had a yay yale didn't die party uh, last night that she didn't know about. She thought she was just coming over for dinner with a few people. It was really really wonderful and really perfect, but it went pretty late. I'm a little sleepy. Um, Though I didn't really work hard today, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that, I was just listening to Eli Lake, as I do, as I'm sure many of you do, and the um, monologue, oh, actually, no, it wasn't Eli Lake. I was listening to Sam Harris. Um, Sam Harris, uh, over at the uh, Honestly podcast, they took one of his monologues and they they put it up. I listened to it as I was walking around um, the city today. I think it's called The Bright Line Between Good and Evil. I'll put a link in the show notes. But he he asked the question that I think a lot of us asked, certainly I did, when I started learning about um, World War II and the Holocaust. You know, you're a young teenager and you're learning about this and you're saying to yourself, man, I hope I, I would have done the right thing by my neighbors. It's a, I, I don't want to do that anymore, let me say, that I, I know that I would have done the right thing. Um, but one thing I've noticed in the past couple of weeks is that our crew, and when I say our crew, I mean myself and Sarah Hepla and Yael certainly from um, from Tel Aviv and the Fifth Column guys and Eli Lake and over at the Free Press where they're just working triple time. We've all been really, really, really working a lot. Um, maybe... Well, I don't know if it's the most I've worked, but it's, man, just cranking out material and articles. Um, if you don't already, go follow me over on my Substack, which is nancyrollman.substack.com, or just make more pie is the name of it. Uh, there's been a lot of, I've, I've had a lot of articles up there. 
Um, I'm also writing a bunch of guest posts from people with differing opinions. Not like crazy people differing opinions, but we, we did have someone up there. It's up there now still, and it will be till tomorrow. I mean, they always stay, but I'm gonna have a new one up tomorrow. The one up there now is someone who went to the uh, pro-Palestine um, rally on the 4th. And, you know, I asked him to write up his experiences. I have to say my readers are amazing because they all came in and said, you know, thank you for doing this, which is great. I appreciate that. I don't consider it really me doing anything. They're doing the work, uh, meaning the, the writers, the guest posters. But also people that said, you know what? I, I don't like this person and I don't agree with his views, but I'm glad to see it here. So head on over there if you're interested. I'm, tomorrow I'm gonna have a piece up um, by a student that went to Yale and Harvard and actually had found himself somewhat captured by the ideologies. And then after um, October 7th was, I mean, he, he'd already had been uncaptured, if that's a word, it's a word now. Uh, but he, 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 really, he really talked a lot about how this happens. And it's not exactly, I don't think, how it's portrayed in the media. So um, you can stay tuned for that. So I'm sitting here just a little tired because also I've written three features in the past three weeks, which is, I, you know, there are some people that can write that amount. Robbie Suave comes to mind. He was here the other night over at Reason, but it takes me a little longer, but um, I just turned in another one yesterday. So anyway, I'm here sleepy with you. I'm having a cup of coffee, but tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, you're going to be listening to this or soon thereafter. So I got to get it done. And really, it is not a hardship for me to talk about my favorite food which is, drum roll, stuffing. Um, the kind of stuffing that you eat on Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm sure you can go eat a box of stovetop stuffing. I have more than once. It's not great. It's kind of a, a simulation of stuffing. You know, it's got the kind of, it, it all smooshes together and everything, but it's, it's just too salty. It's got no depth of flavor. Um, but before we talk about a couple of different stuffing things, two stories. Well, one story and one where things are at right now. So one story, and I may have mentioned it, uh, is that when I was a middling teenage years, we drove from New York, where I grew up, to New Jersey, to my aunt and uncle's house. I love my aunt and uncle. I, we spent a lot of time with them. They were great. They had three kids. And it just like was a really homey sort of American home. And, you know, Thanksgiving, stuffing is my favorite food. Like, you eat it once a year. And um, we get there and the stuffing my aunt has made now i know i'm embellishing this because one of these things can't possibly have been in there because there couldn't be two there but i recall the stuffing had oysters and dried cranberries in it now i think that's probably not true i think it probably had like cranberries and nuts or something like that i wanted to start throwing the furniture around i was so angry now i didn't i didn't say anything but i was offended i was offended i was like wait a second once a year and now this is what it is instead i always remember that feeling that feeling of umbrage there was a little um meme going around on twitter yesterday this woman like yelling at her sister or sister-in-law like don't mess with the thanksgiving stuffing the thanksgiving recipes it's like we have these we want them to taste like our family makes it and i guess in that version, her sister and sister-in-law had put 12 eggs in the macaroni and cheese. I don't even, I don't even understand how that's possible. And as an egophobe, I will just tell you, as I tweeted yesterday, the correct number of eggs in macaroni and cheese is zero. So we, before we get to the recipe, um, my Thanksgiving plans got a little kiboshed. Uh, there had been some plans to have a Thanksgiving with friends and stuff and, and some family upstate. That kind of didn't work out. It will, we'll have a modified Thanksgiving the day after Thanksgiving. 
um, but I'm gonna actually be celebrating with some friends for a bit. I will be doing some cooking uh, for that. I'm gonna make some pies, of course. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make two pecan pies, one to bring to people on Thanksgiving Day, and then the day after we'll have Thanksgiving, uh, we'll have a pecan pie and also a pumpkin pie with that they're trying to do a little differently because uh, someone told me they liked it better that way, so we'll do that. And I'll bake those up on Thursday and Friday. But what I'm also gonna do for this Thanksgiving, which is, I mean, I can't really believe it myself, I am going to make this year, because we are having a modified Thanksgiving, we're only going to have, I'm going to make a goose, which I've never cooked. If you're listening to this and it is before Thanksgiving, hit me up and tell me how you cook a goose, because I have never cooked a goose. It, it can't be that hard, but I know there's a lot of fat, a lot of fat renders out of it. Um, just going to have a goose. I'm going to make this, that's the stuffing I'm about to tell you about, which is not my recipe, I've never made it, and uh, maybe a salad and then the pie. It's going to be super, super pared down. So the recipe I'm gonna make this year is from Alison Roman, my girl, Alison Roman, who to me, her recipes always work. Now, I will say, we had people here last night, we had about 20 people here, and Liz Wolf over at Reason, we had a little discussion about recipes she didn't exactly think was uh, maybe up to Roman's usual standards. I guess I could, I just didn't like the recipe. I would never have made this recipe, which is like a ricotta cake or something, which just doesn't interest me. Um, but in any case, I do trust my girl, Allison, and she put a recipe up on her terrific, um, her terrific site. Uh, and I'm gonna try it. It's a little different. It has, um, it just, the bread's a little different. She uses leeks. I think there's some garlic in there. I'm gonna leave that out. Um, I confession, if I haven't confessed it here before, I love garlic. I love garlic when it's a predominant flavor. You're making pesto. You're having just garlic bread. You're having something with like oily, yummy, the garlic. Love. Great. I make garlic confit. I almost always have it in the refrigerator. That's super, super easy. Garlic confit. You take your garlic, your head of garlic, chop off the top so that you know, I can just see a little bit of the meaty part. Stick it in a like a big, nice baguette of heart, head of garlic, maybe three quarters of a cup, a cup of olive oil in a heat proof or not a heat proof, a, you know, a heavy little pot or dish of some sort. Put it in the oven, a slow oven for maybe an hour, a little more till the, the garlic gets caramelized. Like you'll see it, it'll pop out of its skin. Man, this stuff is so good and it's so handy to have in the fridge. It, you have it there and it's like, oh wow, there are people here, hold on, let me pull out some uh, some orzo and throw this in and maybe I got like something else I can throw in there, some bacon, you're done, you have a meal. Um, but I think I probably will leave out the garlic seed. That's what happens, we talk about recipes. Once once you start doing it, it's yours. It's not so, it'll be my new stuff. I don't know, it's gonna be my new stuff and recipe, I'm gonna try it. Uh, and just see what happens. Also, she is a firm believer, at least from what I read, that you do not put the stuffing in the bird. Now, I get this and we, talked about this last time, I believe, you can't put hot stuffing in a cold bird and then let it sit. I mean, you're you're creating bacteria. So no, of course you don't do that. But I always make extra stuffing because I love it so much. I stuff the bird, including like, you know, both cavities. And then I put some in another pan and then I put that in the oven. And then that really does get nice because, you know, the bottom part stays really moist and Yummy, yummy, yummy. And then the top part gets like crispily because there's a lot of crispily. Mm, that's a good word. Um, because there's a lot of butter in the recipe and the, the bread just gets all nice and crunchy. My mother, my mother made really good stuffing. I mean, it's her recipe. And there was never, there had ne there was never a year where 
the turkey, you know, when you bring it out and you got that big cavity with the stuffing sticking out of it, it's all crispy and crunchy. There was never a year when I didn't get my hands on that before, like way before the dinner hour and eat some of that. But here's the thing about why I like it also in the bird because it gets a totally different flavor. It's um, because you've like caramelized the onions a little and just the juices from the, the cavity of the bird, it almost gets a tiny bit sweet. Not sweet, but it's just, oh man, I love stuffing so much. So Nancy, why don't we get to the, uh, the main event here? Okay, it's pretty darn easy. I realize sometimes I give you recipes, people write in, they're like, yeah, Nancy, that's not really a recipe. Like everybody's been making that forever like that. Well, too bad. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a lot of stuffing here and it's really not an exact science. So you make as much as you think you need to make. I go and I start out with three loaves of pretty much, I used to just buy like supermarket bread, like white, like wonder type bread. I've switched over for a few years now and I'll go get, it's still like supermarket loaf bread, but like a potato bread, which is nice. It's got good color. It's got a nice chew. It's a little, it's a little, um, it's a little more kind of dense and chewy than wonder bread, but I've used wonder bread many times and I love it still. All right. So you're going to have three loaves of bread. You're going to have two pretty good size onions, not huge, but you know, good size onions, like the size of a baseball, let's say, a little smaller. You are going to have maybe, oh, eight nice size stalks of celery. You are going to have stock, which I'm going to tell you about in a second, and then the giblets from the stock, and you're going to have butter. I'll put down the um, exact proportions uh, in, the, uh, in the show notes. So, you, what you need to do is a couple of days before you're going to make the stuffing. I mean, you could do it one day before. I usually do it two days before. Take your bread out of the wrappers, put them in on like sheet pans or in a big roasting pan or whatever. You got to let it dry out. Now, you don't want the bread like dry, 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 like it cracks in half when you when you grab it. No, you want it, but you want it. You definitely want it kind of dry. If some are not as dry, that's totally fine. So you get that going. Okay, so now you're drying out your bread. Look, if you were in a pinch, I'm sure you could put it in a roasting pan, the kind of like loosed up a little, you don't want them all compact, the slices all compact. Um, you probably put it on a very low oven for a little while, maybe like 250 and let it dry out, make sure you're turning it around a lot. Why are you doing that? So here's something kind of important that I'm not actually gonna, I don't think I'm gonna have this year, which, but Roman's recipe, I don't think calls for it, but let's see, I don't remember it off the top of my head. There'll be a link of course in the, uh, in the show notes. I make a stock. Why don't we make a stock? I make stock because you've, got your turkey and inside the turkey you have your giblets and you've got your turkey neck and you are going to need stock for several things with the dinner you need stock for the stuffing because that's how i moisten it and you need stock for the gravy so how do i make a stock get a big stock pot i throw in the giblets and the well no first well actually no i don't do that do i yeah stock pot half well you know i don't know a pretty big pot and maybe you're going to put 12 cups, 16 cups of water, definitely not exact science. I throw in, um, I get an onion, I take the peel off, but not even like that well, and uh, quarter it, throw in a couple of ribs of celery, including a couple of leaves. Celery leaves give a really nice flavor. Maybe a couple of carrots, just like cut, chopped in half, and then the uh, giblets from the turkey. Put a little bit of um, some salt, obviously, it's not gonna taste like anything, maybe a couple of grinds of pepper, that's about it. If I have some parsley, I might do it, but, and then you just, you cook, turn on the heat, 
bring it to a boil and then turn it down to a low simmer and you're gonna cook it a couple of hours. Man, my daughter makes stock now and she'll cook it for like five hours until it really, really, really reduces. I don't, I don't do it that much. Um, so one tradition in my household is I really love the turkey neck. So, I mean, if you think about it, a turkey neck is, it's kind of phallic looking. And um, I, you would be making the stock and kind of like, oh, day before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving day, I'm in there just getting stuff all together. And one of the traditions is taking the turkey neck out. Now, turkey neck out of the stock, letting it cool a little, and I just eat it. Just eat it with my hands. And my husband just couldn't take it. He's like, I can't, I can't watch you do this. I'm like, then you need to leave the kitchen because it's so delicious, man. The meat on the turkey neck, some of you are gonna know this, are so sweet and so tender, dark meat. Oh my God, so good. Anyway, you got your stock now. When your stock is done, you're gonna strain it because you don't need the carrots and the celery and all that stuff. And um, then you've just got a really nice stock. And the giblets, you need the giblets for the, this is, you know, a, a, a stuffing without the giblets is not, it's just not as good. So you take the giblets, which is gonna be, I think it's like the liver. The liver can be a little tricky. It can kind of break down. So I wouldn't worry so much about it. But then you've got the, whatever, the, I don't know, what are the heart, the little tiny heart. And then um, the giblets, whatever giblets are, I guess I should have looked that up. And you you chop them pretty fine. I wouldn't say minced. You don't want it like powdery, but I, I chop them pretty fine. Okay, here we go. Your bread is now dried out. You take your bread, you're gonna cut it. I don't know, you're gonna cut, uh, let's say each slice of bread, it's a square, you get like into 16 little squares. It's not an exact science. Just get your bread, pile up four or five slices and just use your serrated knife and cut it into cubes. That's what it's called, Nancy. It's called cubing. Cube your bread. Now you're gonna get a big, heavy pot, the biggest, heaviest pot you've got. Um, also, by the way, sorry, I'm tired. I'm giving you this recipe in the weirdest way. So you've got your bread cubed. You're gonna chop your onions, like medium, not too big, not too small. You're gonna chop your celery. What I do is I'll, you know, I slice the, um, I slice the, each of the ribs down lengthwise, maybe three, and then I chop them up. You want them pretty fine diced. You don't want big giant chunks. Take your pot. You're gonna put in three sticks of butter. Now, something's gonna come up here. Okay, good. three sticks of butter. Salted butter I usually use. You're gonna put your, um, your, onions and your celery in there. I think I, sometimes I start the onions a little sooner, but that's fine. Put them in. You're going to cook them over a medium flame until your onions, they're definitely translucent at this point and maybe just a little bit starting to caramelize around the edges, but don't go nuts. Once that's done, you've chopped your giblets, throw your giblets in there. Okay, now you've got a nice mass of, you know, your onion, your celery, your butter, your giblets. Chances are, you are not going to be able to make all of your stuffing in that one pot. Depends on how big your pot is, but I've found that I have to sort of cut it in half. So if you if you have a giant pot, you wanna do it in one, that's great. If you don't, take out half of that onion mixture, just put it to the side and you'll do this in two batches. batches. Sorry, that's bad, Nancy. Um, all right, now you've got over medium heat, you've got your onion mixture down there, you take, if you, let's say you're doing half, you take half of your bread, you throw it in there and just keep mixing it up, mixing it up. You want your bread to sort of start getting glazy and mixed in with that, um, with the onions, right? Now you're gonna add some poultry seasoning. 
Uh, if you don't have poultry seasoning, you can use dried sage, like the powdered kind. Uh, I really think I only used, I, you know what, sometimes I will add some thyme also. So some poultry seasoning, some thyme, mix that up, and then you start to add some stock. Uh, you add, you know, add a ladleful of stock. And it's still going to be pretty dry. Add another ladleful. You don't want it to get too wet. Because, again, if you're cooking in a turkey, it's going to moisten up in there. But even if you're not, you don't want it to be, you don't want it to look like stovetop stuffing, like all gloppy. But you don't want it to be dry, just to, like the perfect amount. I can't tell you what that, that amount is. I would guesstimate about, for three loaves of bread total, you're going to probably use about eight cups of, of stock. Like if you're dividing it, it's like four cups and four, but you're going to have to... You're gonna also, oh, also, sorry, when you were, um, before you added your, your stock and you've added, when you're adding your spices, um, also add some salt and pepper, but not too much salt. You don't wanna obviously, can't, can't take salt out of things. So once it's that, taste it, yum, yum, yum. Think of me, think of like, oh, this is Nancy's favorite food. And then you are going to, if you're going to stuff it in your turkey, you are going to let it cool first. But that's okay because you know what you can do is you can make your stuffing the day before. See, and you put it in the refrigerator and then you get to eat it all night. And the next morning, which I've done many, many, I've had stuffing for breakfast many times and hope, inshallah, I get to do it many more times. Um, and then you stuff your cold, you stuff your cold stuffing in your turkey and then you bake it and that's fine. Now, if you have extra, which you probably will, get a buttered dish. Like, I mean, maybe it's like a nine by 12 glass dish. Put your stuffing in there. I would also drizzle a little melted butter on top because every butter makes everything better. And then um, you can bake that if you, you know, what's one problem with Thanksgiving? There's never enough room in in, in the oven. Um, I My mother had a double oven when I was growing up. That was pretty cool. Um, and then you can just bake that for probably about 45 minutes until the top gets as nice and crunchy as you like. Turkeys, don't ask me how to cook a turkey. I've done it many times. I've done it well, I've done it badly, you know. It's going to, sometimes people are like, well, you know, if you've uh, got to bake that stuffing in turkey, you want the stuffing to be an internal temperature of 170 or whatever it is. I, I, I wouldn't worry about it. I've been doing this many years. And if you don't put the hot stuffing in a cold bird, you're, I really doubt you're going to cook bacteria, make bacteria, but you do you. Um, wow. I think this was a long one. That's what she said. Um, I wish you all, I wish you much, much delicious stuffing. I wish you delicious pie. I am so happy to share these. Really, I am almost overcome with happiness um, to be able to share these recipes with you and for you to come back and share some with me or give me suggestions. Please feel free. You know, Substack doesn't let us post um, images in the show notes, which is a shame because sometimes I've wanted to and I've had other people say, oh, I wanted to post a picture of this thing I made. But I know that, um, I know because you tell me, you send the love and you tell me that you're enjoying it. I, I hope you're with loved ones this year and that you spread the love. And um, we'll see you next week. Bye.
Tell you. 